Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks what's up guys welcome back to it's me tanks live exclusively on radio andy channel 102 as always this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live ask me anything i want to chat with all of you guys so call me right now dial 844-305-ANDY that's 844-305-2639 Goodness gracious, I missed you all. How is everybody doing? It's August, and my new line is August is the Sunday of the summer because you kind of know what's coming. And I I didn't make that up, by the way. I think I saw it on Instagram. But it's like you're kind of waiting for fall. It's not bad. It's just a little, like, lazy. You kind of are just kind of like, when is September coming? September is the best month of the year. I think we can all agree. Not only because it's my birthday, but also because everything feels new again in September. It's like a it's like a less weird January. It's like fun January. It's like you can start new things. You can have resolutions. It feels like back to school, even if you don't go to school. There's pumpkin spice lattes. Like you have all the good holidays in your sightline. All the best holidays. Don't even fucking argue with me on this. You've got Halloween, you've got Thanksgiving, you've got Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, like all of the fun ones just like in a straight line. Um, so, you know, August, eh. Uh, I 
have to tell you guys about the coffee that I had this morning. I went to Lock. Well, first of all, I went to Soul Cycle, and I want to shout out this teacher, Lo. She was amazing. She rocked my shit. I felt like I was back in Ibiza. I was, I. Oh my God. I love SoulCycle. I love to feel like I'm in a club at all times. So the fact that I can exercise and do it at the same time is just fantastic. But I went with my girlfriends and they were like, you got to try this teacher low. And she was great. So thank you low for a great ride. Then we go to La Cologne and my friend Allie is like, you got to try this draft oat draft hazelnut fuckery. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm not, I don't know about La Cologne. I don't, I don't really go there. Not for any reason. Just, it's like not in my wheelhouse. Um, I think I drank a milkshake this morning. Like it was so delicious. I'm fairly certain I ingested 2000 calories before 8 a.m., but I'm okay with it because it was, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was so creamy. It was so good. It tasted like a milkshake. I am wired as shit. So apparently there was a lot of caffeine in it, which thank God, because I had a little bit of a late night last night. I I can't, I just can't handle New York. Like, I I can't not go out here. Like, I love it. I feel alive with the sound of music here. And we did our Uber One meetup. We went to Washington Square Park. Thank you to everyone who came. It was so fun. And I'm I'm going on a tangent here, but, you know, this was the summer up outside and also the summer of In Real Life Hangs with you guys. And they just keep getting better and better. Like, I got more time with everyone last night, and I really liked that. And I think the next step is, like, how can we do a dinner? I was, like, already plotting last night. But anyway... And I'm working on building us a dream house in either New York or L.A. Just I need a construction um, sponsor if anybody wants to build a house for free. I digress. Um, so we did that. And I went to get uh, some some drinks with Saba and with Kersey. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to dinner. I'm just going to go meet some friends, whatever, whatever. Now, tell me if you guys think this is rude. I was going to dinner with a friend, a person, a person. Let's just say a person. Um and we sat down, we were waiting for our table and we went into the restaurant and it was like a typical New York City table where it was a long shared table. And I don't mind a shared table at all, but I walk in and the people, we're going to be in the middle of two couples basically across from each other. And one of them was this friend from college. I mean, she's in my sorority, super sweet girl. I haven't seen or spoken to her since college. So 10 years. It's my 10 year reunion this fall. Jesus Christ. Um, and I was just like, I, I just like don't, not because of her, not because it was her, but it was just like, you cannot get into the flow of a dinner if you know that the person next to you, because you, you have to make the awkward conversation. We chatted and I was like making eyes with the person that I was having dinner with. And I, I, I knew that the conversation at my dinner was going to be intense, should we say? Maybe some rehashing. You connect the dots. Um, and so I was like, I, guys, I, I really I don't want to interrupt date night. We're going to get another table if that's cool. It's just a bit too close for comfort here. Now, was that rude? I actually now recounting it to you guys. I woke up with so much anxiety. I was like, fuck, like, was that bad? But now recounting it, I don't think that was rude at all. I mean, listen, she probably didn't want me sitting next to her either. She didn't want to. She was like, I just moved to New York. This is my boyfriend. She doesn't want me annoying ass next to her, blabbing her fucking ear off, talking about, oh, how good is the fish? Blah, blah. Because I'm awkward. So like if I am next to someone I know, I would probably have interjected about four different times being like, no, get that sauce. Don't get this one. Make sure you get the potatoes double roasted like shut the fuck up tanks so she didn't probably want to sit next to me either so I feel fine about it um so yeah anyway it was a bit of a late night but that's okay I'm here now I'm ready willing and able to chat with you guys so let's get into it we're gonna talk to Cindy first hi Cindy 
Oh my god! Hi, thanks. Hi. I can't believe it. This is like my first time calling in. Oh. I don't think you did the wrong thing at all. I think like set your boundaries and you know. Yeah. You gotta do. What you Thank you. Do. Thank you, Cindy. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you got through. What's going on? I love you. So I I did something bad. Things. And oh. I know you say never to do it. I went through my boyfriend's phone. Oh my god. <laughs> that like something was wrong. Yeah. He just kept hiding. He just like. I felt like he was hiding something from me. Come to find out that he was DMing his ex. Oh. So we've been together one year, and he's been DMing his ex back in June. And it was her birthday in June. And he really, like, was like, oh, like, let me be the first to wish you a happy birthday. Like, I want to send you a gift. Like, I know you love cupcakes. What's your new address? What the fuck? And And then she was also apparently in town, so he was like, Oh, like, I would love to grab dinner with you. It's been so long since we've what? talked, dot, dot, dot. And I just, I don't know what to do about it. Like, I told him, and he apologized, and he's like, I'll never do it again. But, like, mm. I don't know. No. Like, I... He didn't cheat on me, right? Like, so, like, Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel comfortable with your boyfriend sending his ex fucking cupcakes. I, I don't, I... Did he cheat on you? I guess that depends on your definition. But so wait, so can I get some more context about like the frequency of their DMs, the nature of their DMs? Like, was he the one who was kind of initiating it? I mean, the birthday thing is bad enough, but like give us more about the actual, uh, you know, the, the, the material in the DMs. Totally. So just for context, they're engaged, by the way, oh, like, for our relationship. And me and him got together right after their engagement. And we've been together since, like, last July, basically. Okay. So a bit over a year. Okay. And um, she had sent him, like, a handwritten note back in December returning the engagement ring and being like, hey, like, I hope it works out for you. Like, I really I really did her short time together. It was, like, a really nice note. But she did say, like, I love you. We'll be there for you. Whatever. Mm. Um, and then... In May, she had sent him, like, apparently a post or something um, that he, like, accidentally showed me. And it was, like, he's, like, no, like, chill. I didn't respond to this. I didn't talk to her. I haven't talked to her. And then a month later, obviously in June, he, like, responded to one of her stories playing golf or whatever. And he was, like, did you play well? Mm. And then I guess they had some sort of conversation where she was, like, hey, I'll be in town, like, if you want to grab dinner or something. And she was the one who actually ended up bailing. And then she was the one who actually ended up being like, please don't send me anything. Mm. And then eventually blocking him on Instagram first. <laughs> um, so she set some boundaries there for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just feel a little flabbergasted because he's, like, someone who really shows affection and says, I love you, like, literally all the time. Yeah. So I just am like, I don't really know what to do, I guess. Well, what did he say when you confronted him? Was he, did he give an explanation? Because I'm, I'm interested to see, to see if he's, like, self-aware enough to articulate yeah. why he felt the need to have this ongoing conversation with someone that he used to be engaged to, which is massively disrespectful to you. Right. So he was like, well, obviously, I was just really curious about her life. And mm. like, because I was with her for so long, like, I was just like, because she was in town, like, I just wanted to see her. Um, and then the 
present thing or cupcake thing he was like well I was engaged to her and she like family is really important and she almost became a part of my family so like Mm. you know that I'm a really nice guy and I like to do stuff nice stuff for my friends and family and like I just felt like it was a nice gesture and I was just like come on dude yeah nice gesture for your ex so that's the way he explained it he then like maybe an hour later was like okay I'm sorry I, I see that that why that would have been inappropriate and yeah. why that would have you so, so he got there and in the like, end yeah I told him I'll never do it again but like you also have to like figure out Cindy like if you're gonna get over it or if we're gonna break up from here because he was also like you invited invaded my privacy to yeah I get that, get that I get that yeah I, I, I so get that so it was kind of like we're both upset at each other of and course kind of like Tinks like do I move on from here because like is this like giant red flags or is this like a weird like gray flag where it's like yeah like, yeah he thinks shitty but like I guess I also have shitty stuff on my phone too that if he yeah out, like kind of shit too. yeah um are you madly in love with him I kind of am right right now yeah. for now but I also kind of feel like he's not like my lifelong partner oh okay. Of, of, things so I don't I don't know like do I just kind of let's forget it and go with the flow until maybe one day we break up or like like Cindy this is a giant red flag you need to like cut things now I mean I was gonna say that if you were madly in love with him and you you thought he was your life partner I was going to I have a very rational and logical thought of how you can move forward but if you're not but if you're not even that like goo goo gaga over him then I would use this as an opportunity to split not because I actually I know this is gonna be controversial I don't I don't actually think it's that bad now that you've explained it and now that I hear his explanation I can get there in my head about what happened but to me, the more important thing is that you're kind of like meh on him. Like people have people care about people that they almost got married to. Like I accept that they almost got married. Do I think it's appropriate? No. Do I think it was cheating? Honestly, no. And you can tell by the way that he explained it to you that he genuinely felt that like he didn't feel like it was anything nefarious he genuinely was like you know she was almost my family like in his weird man brain that made sense and and I can get there I I really can because I think that if look if they were going to hook up or if there was going to be some dirty talk on the DM you would have seen it right there wasn't really anything of that nature it was more that curiosity of like a really long-term relationship I don't even necessarily think that means he's not over her I think it's just you keep tabs on people there are big loves in your life that you always keep tabs on. Do Is it right wow. what he did? No, but I can get there, right? To me, wow. the issue is you are very meh on him. You're not heartbroken. You can call me sobbing saying, I thought this is going to be the father of my children and I found out he did this. You're very meh on him, which to me is like... Like, I think it's so important to, like, actively choose your choices and choose your life and your partners and everything you do in life because future you is going to look back on this decision. So it's like, if you don't even really, you're not that head over heels, like, then move on. Mm. Oh, my God. That's, that's like, the first that I've gotten this advice. I mean, I've talked to, like, two friends that, like, that is so wise. All I've gotten were, like, Cindy, that's red flag. Like, dump him now. Versus, like, no, like, I can see rationally where he would come from. 
versus like you need to just decide for yourself how you dictate your life yeah um and not let someone else dictate that for you yeah. thank you so much mm-hmm. i really appreciate it i really needed this i'm so glad that's food for thought i'm sure you have a lot more chewing over to do but just make sure you're always actively choosing your choice and your life and not being a passive participant in your own life totally thank you so much i love you so much love you lots love you lots good luck with everything bye babe thank you bye yeah i i the more that i think about it and you know me hey i love jumping down people's throats about bad behavior uh but it it's not cheating you everybody has an ex where you're like you keep tabs on them and i think that that's like i don't know if it's normal but i think it's human nature uh i don't know if it's healthy but i think a lot of people do it you have those big people like even my college boyfriend like will you know if i'm in his city i'll shoot him a text or if he sees i'm in his city he'll say oh hey how are you you know nothing weird whatsoever he's married but like it's just a hey it's just a like we spent a lot of time together touch point cupcakes is a bit much. i mean really the red flag is that he sent fucking cupcakes but um anyway uh, let's talk to amanda hi amanda hi what's up how are you doing I'm good. It's so nice to talk to you. Likewise. I'm glad you called. What's going on? Um, I have a guy that I met, one of my neighbors, and okay. we started dating. Okay. And after like three or four dates, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Okay. And then uh, two months in, he slept with my neighbor friend's married sister. What? And, <laughs> your, yes. your neighbor? So your other neighbor friend? married sister little community i live in san diego um, oh whoa but, fuck i'm yeah, really so sorry i am too <laughs> wait so it was two, after two months he did this damn fuck yeah it was like a month and a half and then i found out around two months but he slept with my neighbor friend my neighbor who's my friend her married sister and he's like begging it's been two months now and he's still begging me back he like writes me letters and is asking me to take him back um, and how do you feel about that? Um, I don't know. I'm just indifferent. Oh, well then that's easy. If you're indifferent, yeah. if you called me and you were like, I'm like dying to take him back. I miss him so much. Like he's atoned for his sins. I can see a real change in him, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah, you know, give it another go. But like, if you don't even care, then I feel like that's an easy answer. No? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I'm not sure. I'm just a little conflicted. It's been two months and I still find myself like really anxious about it and kind of like questioning what I should do. Well, listen, you had the rug pulled out from under you just because you guys were dating for only two months. It doesn't mean it's not a horrific blow to your ego, your confidence, your psyche that you were cheated on. Like getting cheated on at any point is an awful thing. Like I'm not surprised that you feel like a bit off like it's that's normal um but the question is do you miss him or are you just still in the aftershock of having this really negative and terrible thing happen to you you know yeah it was definitely a like a connection I had never had with anyone um I'm like in my 30s so it was definitely a blow and I still do miss him but I'm just not sure if I'm like romanticizing the yeah. idea of what a relationship could have been. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we do, right? We think shoulda, woulda, coulda, like, oh my God. You you start to miss 
the projection of what your relationship could be. But the truth is, the only thing that you have to go off of is the two months that you spent together. And in those two months, which is a relatively short time, he fucked someone else. So yeah, I, I don't love that, you know? And so, but listen, like I do it too, right? I, you know, we date someone for a little bit and we imagine our whole life with them. And then when we break up, we miss that life, but it's not real. It's just a projection. And that's something that I would really, really try to parsed out when you're thinking about this is like, do you miss literally what you had or do you miss what you think you could have had? Yeah, that's so true. I didn't think about it like that. I would, I would, are you still talking to him or is he just writing to you one way communication? Um, he, well, he just texted me a couple days ago. I think that's why this, all of this resurfaced. Yeah. Um, he asked me to lunch and to like talk and try to like be friends and start over. And so I think that's why. Yeah. Like they always come back when you're. Men always come back or their lives get worse. They, they smell it. You're just starting to heal. You're starting to move on. You're starting to feel good every morning when you wake up. They, what's that? She's healed. Let me just come in and shit all over it again. Uh, That was harsh of me to him, but it's true. (laughs) And I think you should, have you gone on any other dates since? I have, yeah. I've gone on a lot of dates. Any good ones? No. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's tough. And another trick that I always do on myself is like, my therapist tells me this all the time. She's like, Tinks, if you had a wild crush right now, would this be bothering you? And the answer, nine times out of ten, is no. I'm talking I'm to this guy because I'm bored or lonely or whatever. If I had a crush, I wouldn't be caring about this little whatever happened. So, that's so true. I think, you know what I think? I think you should go to lunch with him because you sound curious, um, but I would go up with your guard up. I would, I would go up with, go, go to lunch with your guard up and see how you feel after the lunch. It's quite possible that you get there and are totally icked out by him and whatever stupid, you know, uh, story he has about why he cheated and blah, blah, blah. It's quite possible you'll go and be absolutely disgusted, which would be amazing because then that's the easiest case. So I think it sounds like you want some more information and you're curious. So go be very neutral. Let him do all the talking and see how you feel. But remember those two things. Are you missing him or are you missing what you think you could have had with him? And then also, if you met a, a crush today, would you even care to go to lunch with him? Those are my two thought starters for you. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. Good luck. Bye, babe. <sighs> That's tricky. Also, a month and a half in and he's fucking the na- the neighbor's sister. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think she's going to go to the lunch and be like... I'm kind of grossed out by you. That's the dream, right? To get the ick like that is the dream. I just posted about that. Sometimes that was my Sunday sermon. Sometimes, you know, the ick actually saves us from ourselves. Icks are guardian angels. How about that? We're going to take a quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, call 844-305-ANDY. Right now, this is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. 
So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com tinks. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog new audible members can try audible now for free for 30 days visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 that's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love.
A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea. And a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live on Radio Andy Channel 102. I'm Tinks and this is our weekly time to talk to each other live in real time. So I am the most troubled sleeper. I hate that that is like so core to my identity, but I think it's like a lifelong thing. And a while back, I told you guys that I was having like, I've always had really bad like night terrors, like really, really bad, like terrible dreams. And I wake up like exhausted. If I finally do get to sleep, it's like I have, I'm giving M. Night Shyamalan a run for his money with like the fuckery that goes on. Like I'm serious. Like I need to call A24 and write the next Pearl trilogy with the dreams that I have. Anyway, a lot of you guys were like tinks you should smoke weed before you go to bed because if you smoke weed you don't dream and I was like I am willing to try literally anything so I started taking weed gummies before I go to bed and they work so well like you guys were not fucking kidding I am zonked so hard with these gummies and I don't dream I don't have a goddamn thought I don't even remember going to bed and I'm obsessed with it here's my issue for some reason I know you're going to roll your eyes. I wake up and I'm even more puffy than normal when I take the weed gummies. Maybe it's because I'm finally fucking sleeping and that's a side effect. I don't know. But I look like I got stung by 59 bees the night before when I wake up now. It's like a 20 minute ice roller, you know, a face blanching, like facial massage, punching my face. I don't know why these weed gummies. I love them though. I'm, I, and this is how you know they're really good. I am unwilling to give them up despite waking up as a completely puffy freak every morning. You know how I hate to be puffy. Unwilling to give them up. Uh, Please don't tell me that weed is bad for me. And I, I don't actually care. I don't actually care. Okay. Because for the first time in my life, I am sleeping like a baby. This is what it's like to sleep like a baby or like a a tree, a log. I don't know. It's fantastic. Um, So if anyone knows the connection between weed gummies and waking up looking like a blowfish, let me know. Holler at your girl. Um, Until then, let's talk to Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Hi, Tinks. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? How's your Wednesday? (sighs) Well, first, I want to say thank you for keeping me relevant. Oh, keeping me up to date on all the young things as a mom of, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. (laughs) And my question is related to my youngest child. Okay. She's 25, going to be 26 soon, was in a four-year relationship, you know, college sweetheart. Yep. 
traveled the world together. They went everywhere, had wonderful memories. She broke up with him. It was her decision like a year and a half ago. And she's on to, you know, better, stronger relationship. Great. But my phone is filled with photos of this four-year relationship from around the world. Yeah. And she deleted all her photos of him and moved on. And so now I'm conflicted. Do I delete these photos as well? Or do I save them in case she wants them down the road? And yet, like, she doesn't... She lives across the country, but I'm always afraid whenever I see her that she grabs my phone and sees these photos. Oh, my God. Like, what is your suggestion? I think you keep them. I think you keep them. I'm a very sentimental person. I keep pictures of all my ex-boyfriends, even the ones I hate, because I it's a memory for me. I'm a very visual person, and I think it's fine to keep them. Um, I don't think that's like a betrayal of your relationship with her at all. I think that they're memories. I, I actually do think there is a point, there is a po- real possibility that in a couple of years she'll be like, God, I wish I had a photo I can't remember, and you can say, ah, you know, I might have one or two kicking around. In okay. terms of her grabbing your phone, Jennifer, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go through your phone and you're going to put all of the the photos of of your daughter and her ex in your hidden folder. And then you're going to oh. lock that folder with Face ID. Go if you don't know how to do it, go to the Genius Bar, they will help you do it. I That's use my brilliant. hidden folder for something else, but um <laughs> but um it's under lock and key and I think I think you should do that and I think you should keep the photos. Oh, thank you so much. I never, never would have even occurred to me. That's why I love you. Oh, you're so sweet. And you're a very good mom to even, to even question that. So um, thanks for calling in and, and good luck with the hidden folder. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Sweetest call ever. I love that. I cannot believe people delete pictures of their exes. I'm like, I I love that. You guys know, that's all I do on, uh, Oh my God. On planes. I just go through, not in a weird way, but like, I like to keep them. They were memories. It was a point in time. There's like, there's literally nothing in my life that I want to forget. Barring like one haircut, there's like no moment that I want to forget. So I think that's, that's really sweet. Um, okay. Let's talk to Eve. Hi Eve. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up? Wow. Hello. Um, (laughs) welcome back to America. This is so cool. Um, I first just wanted to shout out my friend, Christina, who's a very special person, and she'll be listening to this later, I'm sure, and Aww. also just wanted to say, go card. I think I was a couple years below you at Stanford, so. Go card. Yeah, I Stanford. love that. Yes. I um, love it. All right. I have a ridiculous week that I need to tell you about. I've had three men, different men come back in the last three days, Tinks. No way. Three men. Oh, my God. Literally. It's been insane, and like. Actually, okay, before I get into it, I've always had this question about the phrasing of your mantra because you say, like, men always come back or their lives get worse. Yeah. But I sometimes wonder, I'm like, what if they don't come back and their lives are fine? Or is that just not a possibility? It's not a possibility. That's that's only happened a few times on record. And um, this is the, my scientists <laughs> were very confused by that data point. But it's never really happened. It's never happened. Yeah. You just haven't waited long enough if it's not true. So... It's I probably true. I can't divulge the science, but it is uh, it's proprietary. But um, you know, it's it's a fact. I take it as the word of God, and that's all I'm saying. 
Yeah. So there's statistical outliers. Exactly. Those, uh, guys that don't come back. Yeah. But yeah, on Sunday, one guy came back, but he actually rematched with me on Hinge. He had like deleted the app in between and mm. I had completely forgotten. I think that's the biggest flex. It's like when you don't even remember that you That is such a big flex. Yeah. I love that. And you're like, oh yeah, we went on a date, didn't yeah. we? I love that. Yeah. And then what was even crazier is then I was like, oh, you know, just like, here's my number to coordinate a date. And then we had texts from July, 2021. No. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my Insane. God. I had fully forgotten. That was the first one. And then I actually ended up getting drinks in this week. He seems nice. I'll go out with him again. Yeah. Well, he had been in a, started a relationship in two years ago. So, okay. you know, whatever. I won't hold that against him. Yeah. Then the second guy took not like he last November dropped off in the middle of a conversation mm. and then like just didn't respond. And then like on Monday just responded to the text. No. And, I, I, and he, and I, I didn't have his number saved. So I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Who is this? I literally did not remember. And then he, like, took a screenshot because in his phone somehow, like, the texts oh. above were there. And he's like, it's Jonathan from Hinge. And I was like, oh, LOL, like, what? And then he was being so, like, short and terse. And then I was like, I just, I kind of ripped him a new one a little bit. He was like, I was like, why did it take you nine months to respond to my text? I, sh I shouldn't have even responded, but I didn't yeah. know who it was. Yeah. And then he was, like, evading the question. He was like, you know, I'm a no excuses kind of guy. I was like, an explanation isn't an excuse. And then... He was like, well, I can FaceTime you. I was like, now? And then I literally wrote to him. I was like, I'm not going to miss my workout for a guy that didn't respond to me for nine months. What? A and then <laughs> okay, Jonathan from Hinge, you're a loser. I'm sorry. That's like big loser energy. Like nine months and then just being like so cagey about it. Like I have respect when people own it. I really do. When people are like, hey, like I started dating someone like that day. It was shitty of me not to respond. I'm really sorry, but I'd love to take you out again. Fine. Fine. But own your shit. Don't fucking FaceTime. Ask for a FaceTime. How dare he? I don't like him at all. And then he turned on red receipts for me. I was like, what is this game? It was so weird. And then, weird. then the worst, this is the worst one. This guy has come back twice this summer, twice this summer. First, he slid into my DMs after we like had texted from an app in 2019. He never met up with me in 2019, pre-COVID. Then he slides into my DMs this spring. But I was like kind of intrigued because we had never met up at the time. I go on five dates with him. I even slept with him on the fifth date. And then he proceeds to slow fade me all summer and string me along and send me sporadic messages. And then yesterday, after a month since his last sporadic message, he goes, hey, how are you? LOL. Oh, my God. He's like the fungus from The Last of Us. He just won't quit. Like, it, Yeah, it's just like gotten progressively worse. And I don't even understand. No, I, don't I, respond to him. It's just like it's crazy. But it's like it's so insane because it's like the more you activate the claws, like the more, it ha you know, it's just you activate the claws and then it just happens like clockwork. Like here they come like zombies. They just it's the walking dead and they're there. They're they're chasing you like, you know, going down the street and it just. Yuck. I mean, but it's very validating really? too. So we can we can have a laugh about it, but it's like ah ha ha, and then don't you know? Apart yeah, from the first 100%. one, who sounds like you know, if you want to go out with him again, fine, whatever, whatever, like it'll be fine. But the other two, yuck, and yeah, it if, works. If it's true. Dating, but it's somehow it's like I don't know. It would just be so satisfying to just rip him a new one, you know? And like you think that, but it wouldn't be because when you speak to idiots, like when you try to use logic with idiots, it's just like a whole clown circus. Like it's not. You think it would be satisfying, but honestly, like write what you would want to say in your notes app, and then just don't send it. I promise you, you never regret not responding. And the problem with people who send texts like "Hi, hey, how are you?" LOL is like 
he's not going to get it. Like homeboy doesn't have the mental capacity to understand whatever you're going to say or like he doesn't get that it's wrong what he did. So there's no point. You know what I mean? No, he definitely doesn't. He has like two neurons that are like rubbing against. Yeah, it would be like it, it would be like trying to explain to a dog why it's wrong to shit inside. Actually, that's that's not true. But dogs are smarter than a lot of men because they can they can actually learn. Yeah. So it's not worth your energy. Go out with the first guy again and, and just keep killing it. I bet your I bet your life is like in a good place. I bet some good things have been happening lately because that always really turns up the activation of the claws. They can, you know, they can sense, oh, she's doing well. She's doing good. And then that's when they come crawling. Yeah, I have a, I'm not like super into woo-woo stuff, although I've been in LA for like several years at this point. But one of my friends was like, I was like, Mercury isn't even in retrograde. Like, what is that? And she was like, well, Venus is in retrograde. Venus so is in know, retrograde. That that's why. That's why. Yes. I am very woo-woo. I got a crystal for everything. I got a retrograde for everything. So. <laughs> yeah, and I actually have my, that friend Christina, I shouted out to She was like, why don't you just write me the message? And I just wrote her and she was like, that was great. There and you so go. I'm so glad I got to see that. So yeah, good. Friends, uh, who was before bros, whatever they say. Yeah. Kids before dicks, all good stuff. Kids before dicks, <laughs> always, always. Um, okay, well, I love that. Um, Godspeed. Thank you for calling. That was a fantastic uh, story, and keep killing it and uh, manifesting better better guys for you very soon. Please do. Please do. All right. Thanks, Tink. Thanks Have for calling. Day. Bye, babe. Um, that's amazing. You have to activate the claws. You have to ignore and you have to do things for yourself and have fun. And then they'll come crawling back from now on. Anytime it's that type of guy, he's Jonathan from hinge guys. Do you think there has ever been a brand that hates me more than hinge? Like I use them in every negative dating app app example. Like, and it's not their fault. Like it's not, it's just always the one that pops to mind. I I am never going to work with Hinge so badly. At this one, I'm just going to dig in my heels because that's whatever. It's really not their fault. All of my talk about Rose Jail, all of my talk about how the algorithm... Oh my God, Saba was showing us a crazy video last night. This, this is actually an important tangent. There is this TikTok about Hinge strategy. And it's this girl and she's saying, for the first two weeks, you got to not comment anything not like anyone at all and just x out right all the everyone ugly or everybody everybody Everybody. and then after two weeks you can proceed you go to the top of the algorithm so that's how how you then you're a hot person she says which is crazy and so and even in the even in the tiktok the girls like because everyone already has hinge obviously so in the tiktok girls like you can make like a google number she figured it all out honestly someone should give her a prize because she really did the fucking work this is the kind of science that i'm interested in okay this is the type of ai that i would love okay this girl is very intelligent whoever she is very smart she says make a new account with a Google phone number and do it and this is how you identify yourself to Hinge as a hot person. I'm pretty sure that Hinge has me earmarked as a fucking dog because of the guys that I get recommended. Um and if that's true, so be it, but uh, like I get offended by the people. They're like they're like Jonathan looks like your type. I'm like, "Does he?" Do I scream that I want some guy? I made this joke on Instagram. Everyone got pissed off because I was like, oh, you know, Hinge seems to think that I I suit like a 5'7", like 
uggo from wherever and there and everyone was like my boyfriend's five seven and ugly so that's offensive to me whatever anyway it's my experience don't invalidate my experience on hinge which is that apparently i'm a dog i am trapped out of rose jail whatever the fuck everyone i send a rose to in in rose jail doesn't like me back so i don't fucking know there is a rumor that they have that those people are made up in rose jail that they're actually models and that they, they're fake accounts to give you you know to knock you back into your place and remind you that you're uggo i don't know i don't know i give up and i'm sorry hinge all right that was a good rant anyway from now on we're calling them jonathan's from hinge everyone has one you know have you ever have you guys ever gone to your um your contacts in your phone and typed in hinge it's scary those of us who've been out on the streets for a while, it's scary. It's like John Hinge, Jonathan Hinge, John O. Hinge, Derek Hinge, Bob Hinge. It's like there's a long, long list of those those Hinge guys you never meet up with. Um, all right. Now that I've t- scorched earth my relationship with Hinge, let's talk to Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Your uh, your hinge rant makes me glad that I am not on the apps anymore. Oh yeah. Well, we're we're just out here, you know, taking care of business. What's going on with you? You have a a partner? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm engaged, which uh, I guess Congrats. brings its own. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was gonna say brings its own challenges. So everything is great with um, my relationship. Great. But I'm actually calling because I I asked my friends to be bridesmaids and um my best friend from college um like we were roommates from freshman year Mm -hmm. like hit it off right away and stayed roommates like throughout college um she said no to being a bridesmaid um because there's another couple in our wedding party um one of my bridesmaids and the guy is a groomsman from my fiance um that my college friend is upset with because they didn't come to her wedding uh, because of COVID. Um, And now I'm wondering whether I should even invite her to the wedding because I feel like that's just really petty that she can't Mm. put that aside out of her friendship to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm very lenient. Like I think that if someone can't be a bridesmaid for financial reasons or maybe they've just had a baby or something, I'm totally, I think that's okay. But I think that is the stupidest reason to not be a bridesmaid that I've ever heard. That's so petty. It's really not about her. Even if there was another girl in the bridal party who she fucking hated, she should still say yes, because you're her best friend from college. And that's just like selfish. That's just like being a bad friend in my opinion. Um, but do you still invite her to the wedding? I yeah, guess. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean I, she's she's really been like a batteries not included friend for the last few years. Yeah, like since she moved out of state after college, um, and so I was like hoping that including her in this wedding party would show her how important she is to me. Yeah, and kind of like reignite the friendship. Um, and we actually saw each other a couple weeks ago at another friend's wedding, and. It kind of like neither of us really addressed it because um, I don't know it wasn't like that's not the point of yeah. the, the event and stuff. We just wanted to like keep things nice for our other friend that was getting married. Um, Did you have fun with her at all? I mean, it was like cordial. Um, yeah, it was like there was sort of that like 
elephant in the room. Yeah. We both know that we had this like really difficult conversation and that she really hurt me and we're just not going to acknowledge it. Um, I can't believe that like an adult woman, sorry, I'm just going over in my head and I can't believe that like an adult woman would sit there on the phone and be like, I'm mad at that. And also they didn't come because of COVID. That's like a legit reason. Like, yeah, it's not like like they didn't come because they wanted to go to fucking Universal Studios. Like, (laughs) I I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's a bit pathetic. I think like whatever would be less stressful for you, like you have enough stress on your head planning a wedding, like whatever you're like sometimes the least stressful thing is just to be like you know what I'm just gonna fucking invite her because I don't want to deal with the drama that being said That's kind of what I'm leaning towards like I feel like I should take the high road and like be a better person and still invite her um yeah but like I, I don't even think it's like, like about that I think it's just like do whatever is less stressful for you you don't need any other drama like obviously she's dramatic the only thing is like I don't know it depends if it were me I'm trying to think if it were me I'd be like I'd probably just invite her because I just wouldn't want to deal with the stress but I would also probably view this as like friendship ending or at least like you're going to demote her to be like an acquaintance because it's so petty it's so selfish to 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 you know drag you down to drama when it's your wedding it's your special time I'm sure you were there for her and her wedding and it's just like be a be an adult you know yeah and like the ridiculous thing is that she she made it about her but in a way that she was saying that she was doing it to be thoughtful to me the worst type of person yeah she's like I'm I'm stepping back from this because I want you to be able to have the best time possible. Oh, fuck off. That's <laughs> I just know. I know. so I can't stand people like that. Like if you're going to do it, own it. Be like, I can't stand them. And I think that I would have a raging like fit of rage if I was around them. I'm really sorry. I don't want to be a bridesmaid, but like I'm there for you 110%. The fact that she didn't even own it is just like, yeah. she's obviously and pathetic and like, she doesn't even know the. She doesn't actually even know the girl that she supposedly doesn't like. She doesn't like this girl because the other girl's fiance uh, is yeah. friends with her husband or pathetic was friends with her husband. Pathetic. And Imagine she must live a life of leisure. Imagine having that much time and energy to care about something so small. Really, I mean, she must live an absolutely fantastic life of that. If her panties are in that much of a bunch because of that situation. I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like this is taking up way too much of her mental. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Um, I say invite her and then like demote. I think it's just easiest. Path of least least resistance. Yeah, that's about what I've been thinking too. Yeah. That's good to get that uh, information. (laughs) Listen, don't let it take up any more of your mind share. Enjoy your planning of your wedding. Enjoy your wedding. Don't give her another thought because she doesn't deserve it. And uh, just, yeah, consider this the end of the conversation in your head and just like, just move on and enjoy your special time. Awesome. Thank you. Good. Um, Congrats again, babe. And uh, have a, have a fab day. Thanks. You do. Bye. Bye. People are so pathetic. I hate pathetic people. Out of all the negative things, I hate pathetic people. Like just what just be a normal human being like be an adult um okay let's talk to sarah hi sarah how are you hey good how are you i'm good what's going on i just have a crushless 
story for you to basically validate that um, you have superpowers. We love it. You have superpowers. It's your crush list. Tell us. This is amazing. Um, which I do. Yeah, I'll need some help on uh, on the back end. But essentially, I met this guy surfing, which I'm kind of Hot. in a new place. So I very much have like new girl, new place energy. Which yes. Is lovely. Yes. New girl but, smell. New girl smell is like the reason that I moved so much in my 20s is because it is a real thing. And you're very, very popular and sexy for the first year you live in a new place. Yes. Especially being by the ocean. It's just like a different vibe. Oh, yeah. But um, so I met him surfing and I was like with a group of guys and he was like, asked me to watch his board. And he was just such a freaking cutie. And he oh started talking to me and we were chatting for like 10 minutes. And then we literally paddled out and surfed together. And I was like, wave at him every time he got a surf, uh, like a wave in. And I was such a loser um, because I would just look at him every time. It was so funny. Wait, that's then so I was, hot. That is the I, biggest meet cute ever. Like, oh my God, this is the beginning of like a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. It was adorable, but um, I didn't end up talking to him after because I think he left or whatever, mm-hmm. but I wrote it down um, like your book talks about, which mm-hmm. is just so funny because I feel like I would never normally do that. But mm-hmm. I wrote down his name and then I ended up going to a yoga class um, at one of my friends. She teaches yoga and she's like one of my good, good friends. I've known her for years and he was in the class and I didn't realize it until um, he was leaving and she like said his name and I was like, Oh my God. That's that, that's that hot dude that I am obsessed with. And so I like smiled at him and then I kind of just didn't do anything about it. And so I need to figure out what to do next. Cause she like has the schedule. So she can totally tell me like when he's coming to class or when he's signed up, which is like kind of creepy, but we're just, it's not creepy. It's cute. I think you, I totally think you should just have her, you should go to another class next week where he's going to be and then talk to him at the end of the class. It's not creepy. It's fucking cute and charming. Like what if you guys end up together? This will be literally the cutest story of all time. Like just do it. It's fine. It's, it's not like I, I am obsessed with this and it has really good energy. Clearly he's feeling the vibe too. And it's like in person is always sexier. And this way you can wear like a really cute yoga set workout set and like look really cute. And then next next class, you just you go up and be like, we're on the same like activity schedule or something and just be cute. Should I should I be like, hey, like, do you remember me type of thing or be like, oh, didn't we meet surfing or should I just like try to talk to them and like not even bring up that? You can do that. I, I get that because I, I always have paranoia that people don't remember wanna, me. I don't want to be like. Yeah. Just be like, hey, it's like, me, what? your surfing buddy. <laughs> just be like cute and like just be like, hi, it's me, your favorite surfing buddy. And just go from there. And then if he says, oh, have we met? <laughs> he won't. He won't. He won't. Don't be silly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's that's essentially the story. So nothing has happened yet. I just thought it was like one of those weird um, moments that I just had to share. The crush list is magical. Okay, please, you have to write into us next week. We want to know what happened. Okay, I know you're going to say we're going on a date. I know it. I'm manifesting it for you. It's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to ask him out. I'm asking him out. Hell yeah. I'm going to be like, yeah, no. Okay, but please email because I want to know and I'll tell the, I'll tell the, the squad because I know we're all going to want to know. Okay, perfect. Thank you for calling in. Keep working the crush list. I'm so excited for you. This is amazing energy. Love to see it. Thank you. Bye, babe. We were talking about the crush list last night and like the magic of it. It is. It's it's actually magical. It's crazy. My crush list is drier than the fucking Sahara Desert right now. I need to get on my shit. It's actually crusty. It's a piece of sandpaper in my phone. Um, But that's okay because I... 
I matched with someone really cute on a dating app this week, you guys, and we're talking. I think we're going to get a drink. I need to, I need to just go on a drink. I need to, yes. Um, And I'm back to LA tomorrow. I cannot wait to smother my cats. I'm going to snort me so. I'm going to just lay him in a line and gobble up his little body. That's called cuteness aggression. It's not weird. I know a lot of pet owners have it. I'm going to hug Viche too. We are going through something as most most mother-daughter duos do in the teenagehood of their life. You know, Viche and me, we're GTS, but it's fine. We're going to be fine. Miso's still my baby, which is why we still have it. And also, you know, he's a mama's boy. Um, so then, yeah, I'm back to L.A. I haven't been back in forever. I'm excited to see my house and just relax, eat some air one, go on some hikes, take a break from drinking 19 cocktails every night as I have done this summer. Um I will be back on Friday with a pod episode about my summer, all the you know updates, lots of fun stuff. And then Monday, I have a banger of an episode for you guys about body image, which I'm really excited for. Um, if you're listening to this as a podcast, did you know you can sign up for a free three-month trial of SiriusXM? Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash offer and listen to the show live every week because we have so much fun live. Don't forget, new episodes of the pod are available every Monday and Friday. I love you all so much. Have a fantastic day. See you Friday. Friday. Bye. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming. And ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.